Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Remote Real Estate Investor Weekend Wisdom. I'm Michael Album, and today I'm joined by Emil Shore. And today, Emil and I are going to be talking about some things that a lot of folks may have seen on the internet phantom cash flows or people touting how much money they're making in real estate. But when you break it down, we're going to look at maybe what's going on behind the curtain. So let's get into it. So Emil, you and I were talking before we hit record here about people on the internet talking about, oh, I'm making so much money in real estate. You know, what's the the big takeaway that you've found from a lot of those people? Yeah. The reason behind this episode is you and I were talking about how often you'll see people projecting these cash flow numbers. And then you you question them and you say, Oh wow, like, are you factoring in this and that? And oftentimes what you'll find out is people are literally taking their rent and subtracting their mortgage payment their property tax and their insurance. And we've talked about this in many episodes. That is never what your cash flow is. Maybe if you're lucky in a certain month, you have no expenses, you have no maintenance, and that's what you end up with. But I mean, if you average something out over years, that is insanely misleading, especially for newbie investors. I think if you see that, you're going to be led astray thinking those are the cash flow numbers that are a realistic and be what you should be aiming for. And it couldn't be further from the truth. So we're all following different people on the internet, looking for different advice from people. It's just important to realize that everyone is going to anchor to a high number and it's to look a certain way on the internet and you should not trust those numbers all the time. And I think it's tough too, because as investors, we have, I'm trying to think of like a good word for this, but what I'm trying to say is like, we have expenses that we pay regularly and then we have expenses that we don't actually pay. So like your, your repair and maintenance, your CapEx, that may occur or that might not occur in any given month versus your principal interest taxes and insurance, your PITI, that's a regularly occurring expense. You know what it's going to be. It's predictable. It's, it shouldn't change much from year to year or, or much from month to month. And so that we say, okay, great. I have my rent. Then I take out my, my PITI, my known expenses. Well, that's it. And then we forget about the repairs and maintenance, the CapEx, the property management fees, the release fees, vacancy stuff. Utilities, right? Utilities. A lot of times you'll have utilities that you're responsible for and people don't right. talk about those. And So I think it's so, so, so important to when projecting cash flow to get a very clear picture of, okay, what are the known expenses? What are the unknown expenses? List the unknowns out on a line item and put projections next to them and then subtract out all of that stuff then what you're left over with, that's your true cash flow. But to say that your PITI subtracted from your rent is your cash flow is like absolute garbage. Totally. And I think that catches a lot of owner occupants off guard too, while we're on the subject, while we've got some momentum here. If you're thinking about owning and buying a property, we can evaluate it the same way as if it were an investment piece of property and you have to take out your PITI, but you're also going to have repair and maintenance and CapEx and definitely utilities if you're living in the property. So don't just say, oh, my PITI is $1,500. That means I can afford a $1,500 housing payment. In reality, you might be closer to two grand or 2200 when you peanut butter spread it all out over a given year. So factor in all of the stuff. And if you're not sure about what stuff should go into that equation, come check out the Roofstock Academy, go online. There's tons of free resources out there. We just published to our YouTube channel our essential series, which is a totally free real estate investing course. We talk a lot about what some of those expenses to factor in are there as well. Absolutely. Great point. I think I've mentioned it on a previous episode and 
one property I was looking at, right? This is a property in St. Louis. I underwrote it. And I think the cash on cash return for me was like a seven or 8%. And then I saw someone else post it two months ago after they closed on this exact property that I looked at and underwrote. And they were expecting a out-of-state investor as well. So they're going to have to pay for property management, all that stuff. I think they were projecting like a 16 to 20% cash on cash return. So it's, it's rampant. I mean, you'll see a lot of people just not factor these things in or you know, maybe their agent, whoever they're working with, doesn't properly tell them all these things. I think it's better just be super conservative. We talk about it, like always be conservative with your CapEx, your maintenance, your utilities, all these things. So if anything, you're beating your expectations, you're not coming in under and wondering what happened. Under promise over deliver type of thing for yourself. Even to yourself, exactly. It's not like you're promising it to somebody else, but your expectations should just be in a better place or else you'll, you know, you'll get discouraged and stop when you shouldn't. Yeah, especially too when a $2,000 expense pops up to trim the trees from falling on the house and there goes your entire cash flow for the year. And you're like, oh crap, I didn't budget anything for repair and maintenance on this house because it was turnkey. Well, welcome to real estate investing. Yep. I think especially on the subject of turnkey, a lot of those turnkey providers will say, oh, there's no repairs and maintenance. There's no CapEx. It's all been done. Like, look, folks, there's always repair and maintenance. Tenants are tough on homes. That's just the nature of the beast. Have money set aside for reserves, for vacancy, for rainy day funds, for repair and maintenance, for things that pop up that are not covered by your insurance because this stuff happens. And so to say that there aren't going to be any expenses beyond your your known expenses, your PITI, again, is just hot water. Yep, exactly. All right. Anything else we want to beat up on while we're here, while you're here and I'm here? Uh, <laughs> we got some steam. No, I think it's just the big takeaway is don't believe everything you read on the internet. Yep. You see people, you know, cashing big checks or whatever. And again, we've talked about it in other episodes that people only celebrate the big wins. No one ever talks about the losses. I know we try to highlight them. Yep a lot because we've had a lot of losses, you, Tom, and I. And that's important to remember is that it's not always going to be a win. Uh, And even the wins that are being highlighted aren't necessarily that big of wins. They're just people that want to look good or don't want to be honest with themselves or the world around them. So again, take everything with a grain of salt. You published an article that was, I thought, really great. You said, look at my cash flow. We did an episode about it on the podcast. And you said, look, these are my numbers, full disclosure. And so I think that's important to be honest with yourself. And if you're going to be posting that stuff, honest with those who are asking the questions as well. Yep. Don't be misleading. Don't be one of the people out there who are misleading folks into thinking that you can make, you know, ungodly amounts of money and not have to do any work, don't have any expenses beyond your PITI. Yeah, exactly. And social media, you know, everyone wants to put their highlight reel. They're not going to tell you about the furnace that just broke or, you know, the hole that went through the wall or the eviction, they have to do all those things. So just remember, that's part of this business. It's not always rainbows and butterflies and sunshine. It's, it can be tough and you have to have like the right mental fortitude for it. So absolutely. All right. Should we get out of here? Let's do it. Awesome. Well, that was our episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed uh, Emil's and I rant, Emil and me, Emil and I, our rant. And if you like the episode, please give us a rating or review wherever it is you listen to your podcast. They are super helpful for us. And as always, if there's anything specific that you want to hear about, learn more about, hear Emil, Tom, and I rant about, feel free to leave us a comment uh, or episode idea or suggestion. We look forward to seeing you in the next one. Happy investing. Happy investing.